And I'm Faith. And we are Women of Faith Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. Yes, welcome back. This is our, I don't know if I was trying to make this. <laughs> is it the fifth? I think it is the fifth. Yes. I, I, after a while, I'm losing track. <laughs> but that's a good thing. That means we're, we're constantly, you know, making episodes. We're mm-hmm. constantly moving. We're not, you know, falling off. So that's a good thing. Amen. <laughs> but we're so excited for this new topic, guys. Yeah. So we want to bring it all in, making sure that you guys understand this series and how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. So we began giving the definition of a woman of faith, what that is. We began talking about she, what, she, what she struggles with, you know, with her issues with faith. We also talked about your purpose and those, all those different aspects are so important yeah. and they all align. With that, we want to talk about another aspect of that mm-hmm. today. And as a woman of faith, to ensure that you are truly walking in your faith and you have the evidence of the Holy Spirit, we're going to talk about today the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. And it is key. It is essential. You must have all of them. Yes. To be able to say the Holy Spirit, the Holy spirit lives in me. Right. And have that proof. It is the proof that he lives within you. So that's our topic today. Amen. Yeah. Let's get started. So I want to read the scripture where this comes from in the Bible. And that's Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But it says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to, to Christ Jesus have nailed and passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the spirit, Spirit's leadings in every part of our lives. So it is so important for us to understand and know that the evidence of the Spirit living in us is the fruit of the Spirit. It says here that we have to put away our sinful natures and begin to exude those mm-hmm. fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the evidence. So basically, uh, because the Father, the Father, Christ died for us on our for, on a cross for our sins. When he did that, we were able to put that, leave it back, leave mm-hmm. it behind us, and now be connected to him and be able to exude that fruit. Amen. So let's talk about the fruit in that order. Yes. <laughs> so the first one is love. Yes. So I want to talk about John 3, 16, because that's, that scripture is like one, one of the most scriptures. Even if you're not saved, you yeah. know that scripture. Everybody knows John 3, 16. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, for this... This is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And when it comes to love, love is about sacrifice. Yeah. And, 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 and the Bible consistently, it talks about how Christ gave his life. He sacrificed his life because he loved us, because he first loved us. So love is about sacrifice. Love is sacrificial when we talk about love, we want to talk about and we want to de- define it based on what the Bible says. Sometimes we try to, try to define love based on our feelings, mm-hmm. our emotions, mm-hmm. how we want to feel in that moment. Right. But that is not what love is. Love is not a feeling. It is a decision that you make consistently. Living in the fruit is a decision that you make consistently. Yeah. And we'll talk about that more. So I want to talk about 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 4 through 8, because that breaks down what love is. And it says, love is patient and kind. 
Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It is always hopeful mm. and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Amen. So there's also a scripture that speaks about how um, faith and hope and love are the three main things, yes. but the greatest of them all right. is love. That is the foundation of Christianity, of Christianity yeah. which is why it's the first one that he lists yes. because it's the foundation. Mm -hmm. And, and I really want to stress the fact that we understand that love is a decision. Mm -hmm. Just even in this, this alone, love is patient. And kind, that is a decision. You have to make a decision <laughs> to be patient yeah. and to be kind. Yeah. And just speak about myself for a second. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even talk about you. I'm talking about myself. Okay. <laughs> I struggled with that yeah. because a lot of times I felt like love was a, was a feeling. Yeah. It was an emotion, but it is not. Mm -mm. And I had to read the word and understand what love is. Yeah. And once I understood what it is, I could then be able to love somebody else the way that the Bible says to do it. Right. Even loving your enemies. Because yeah. we all know enemies, do we really want to love them? <laughs> when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you can't help but love your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so important. Mm -hmm. It's so important. So that's that's the main one, the main focus is is love and that yeah. is the very most important fruit of the spirit so let's talk about the next one so the next one is joy and i want to look at romans 5 13 what is joy what does joy mean what does that come from um so romans says i pray that god the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So when we think about joy. Um, we, we have to understand that our joy comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. It is not based on our circumstances. Yeah. It is not based on what we can see. It is not based on how we are feeling. The joy that we have comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Bible even speaks about that. That our joy literally coming from him. Mm -hmm. So we cannot be... Um, swayed and moved by what we're going through, what we're feeling, our emotions, because we have to understand that the Lord, he's the source of our joy. Amen. So I want to read this and it says, the definition of joy is, it's not based on circumstances, obtained by doing the will of God and is like sharing the gospel fellowship with others. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. And you are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. First Peter 1, 8 through 9. And in Greek, it means gladness, delight, a special presence of God. Mm. So when the presence of God is with you, when it's on you, mm. regardless of what you're going through, you should be able to experience joy. Amen. And in and, and the presence of joy is God. When yeah. you feel joy, that's how you know that he's there. He's present. 
The next one is goodness. And for this one, I want to go to Colossians 3.12. And Colossians 3.12 says, Since God shows you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember that the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from the Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Amen. So I want to, I really want to talk about how all of these really all align. You see how just within goodness, it speaks about love. It speaks about having tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, all of the fruit of the spirit. They all align. They right. all mingle together. And with goodness, it means being able to be good to somebody, even when they fail you, yeah. even when they disappoint you. God has shown his goodness to us in the midst of our mistakes, in the midst of our wrongs, in the midst of our failures, yeah. in the midst of us letting him down. Mm-hmm. He's shown his goodness to us consistently All the time. so that God. we have to be able to show that to us other people. And that isn't easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Cause the one moment that someone lets us down, we're like, Oh no, I'm not dealing with you no more. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's hard for us to be able to show that towards other people, mm-hmm. but that's what the fruit of the spirit represents. We're supposed to be examples of Christ. Mm-hmm. And the word speaks about once we are connected, are connected to the vine, which is Christ. Once we are connected to him consistently, it's, we're able to constantly show and give uh, the fruit of the spirit, give mercy, give grace, give goodness, give love because we're connected to him because he is the source of it all. Mm-hmm. So once we d- disconnect from him, it becomes hard to live these, thing, live mm. these things out <laughs> because we are no longer connected to the source. Right. And, and so we have to ensure that we are always praying, Amen. always uh, listening to worship, always in that headspace that we right. have to be. Because that's going to make sure that make sure and ensure that we are consistently being able to do what we're, we're supposed to do, what we're called to do. Amen, amen. Yeah. So the next one is gentleness. Gentleness, and yeah. I'm going to talk about gentleness. So <laughs> when the Bible talks about gentleness, one of the verses is, "Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near." So as you can see, gentleness is very important when it comes to the fruit of the spirit. It's defined basically as being tender or mild-mannered. And so when I think of gentleness, I think of a polite person, restrained and compassionate. And it's the complete opposite of being cruel. Mm -hmm. It's the complete opposite of letting your emotions control you in whatever circumstance you may be in. So the next fruit of the spirit is patience. And a verse that comes to mind when I think of patience is Romans 8, 25, which says, but if we hope for what we do not have yet, we wait for it patiently. Patience is just your ability to just wait on the Lord. And we talked about this before, waiting on the Lord and how important it is to wait on the Lord and not try to control things yourself or try to take matters into your own hand when things are not turning out the way you want or it's not happening in the time frame that you want. But patience, that fruit of the spirit will allow you to wait on God and you will see God work in ways you never imagined. Yeah. Completely different and better than you would have thought. Yeah. So patience is just so important. And it's a fruit of the spirit that I think of when I also think of the next fruit that we're going to talk about, which is self-control. 
And these two, they go hand in hand mm -hmm. because in order to have and live out self-control, you need patience. Yeah. In order to be a self-control person, you have to wait so that you're able to control yourself in a way where you're able to think about what you're doing so that you don't just act on your emotions. So self-control is the ability to control oneself and one's emotions and one's desires. And so with self-control, like I talked about before, it requires that we think before we act. And so in order to practice self-control, we have to, number one, have a strong desire to obey God and believe in our hearts that the Holy Spirit will enable us to live in submission to God. So we're not reacting in the moment. And this can be hard sometimes. Reacting in the moment, not reacting. Because, you know, a lot of times when things go down, people are ready. They're yeah. ready with their words. They're ready with their actions because that's our flesh. Yeah. But what we have to do as Christians, as women of faith, as men of faith, we have to pause, sit back, yeah. be patient. Yeah. So patience and self-control, they go hand in hand. Because in order to have self-control, you have to be patient. Yeah. And that also means controlling your tongue. Yes. Controlling how you react. People will say, well, I couldn't control it. It just came out. No, it didn't. <laughs> but before it came out, it was a thought. <laughs> and when that thought came into your mind, you had the opportunity to condemn it. Yeah. You had the opportunity to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Right. I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm human. I know every single time that I act crazy. There was a moment in my head where I thought about it, Daisha. Yeah. Don't do this, Daisha. We, we all had those moments. <laughs> so I don't want to hear nobody say yeah. that I didn't have no, no yes, you did. Because there was a time, there was it, it may have been two seconds. Yeah. But that two seconds, you had an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. Because you we all have a conscience and, and a, not just a conscience, but a Holy Spirit yes. that convicts us in the moments and says, you know what? Don't do that. Yeah. You know you was wrong for that, right? right. Go apologize. <laughs> you know, like we <laughs> all have that. So when you have that moment before you, before you even act in those two seconds, use them. Don't act on what you feel. Mm -hmm. Act on what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Yeah. Like they just say, use those ten those two seconds. Mm -hmm. I said ten seconds. Mm -hmm. However long the Holy Spirit is convicting you, use those seconds. Yeah. To listen and obey. Yeah. When it comes to self control, you have to have a strong desire to obey God. Yeah. Over your own feelings and over your own desires. Yeah. There's a verse in the Bible, Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, that says, "A man without self control." is like a city broken into and left without walls. Mm. So you have no constraints. Yeah. You just say anything, yeah. you do anything, you're angry, somebody does this and you want to pound on them yeah. or you think about it and <laughs> you act off of your thoughts and emotions, you say whatever. Because words hurt just as much as uh, the physical. Yeah. So this verse, it just basically shows that when you don't have self-control, you're unstable. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just let anything and everything get to you in a way where you're you're going to act on your emotions. Yep. The best thing to do really is to sit back, pause, allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you, and then maybe even talk to a spiritual counselor um, that, that is trusted in your life yep. and try to get their opinion on what you're going through. If you don't have enough time to do all of that, just sit back, listen to a worship song, yep. read the Bible, pray. Mm -hmm. That is what I will tell you to do first. Pray on yes. the situation before <laughs> acting on it. Don't go call your turn up your turn up friend that that's that uh yeah. <laughs> that's always on go, right? Go to the snap with you. Don't call right. that friend. <laughs> right. Call a friend that's gonna tell you, you know what, you was wrong for that. Right. <laughs> it's going to basically 
be as a representative of, of Christ yeah. and help to, to get you back on track. Get you back on track because, yeah. you know, our flesh is not going away. Mm-hmm. And I know even in my own life, there's been multiple times where a situation has happened. Maybe somebody said or offended me. I wanted to, in that moment, to react and mm-hmm. say something and respond and, and try to get even. Yeah. But then I had to sit back and think, is this really going to be helpful in the moment? And sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I don't. But the moments I don't, I allow the Holy Spirit to speak to me and to allow me to have patience and wait on what I should do in the circumstance so that I don't just quickly give into my anger or temper or emotions and cause the situation to escalate and get even worse. So the next fruit of the Spirit is kindness. Kindness. (laughs) This one is so beautiful. I mean, as a Christian... You have to walk around with kindness. You have to be kind because if you're not, who's going to want to be around you, really? And the irony is a lot of us don't know how to be kind. Yeah. And that's the problem. Right. Because we are representatives of Christ. And if if the per- if someone who is not saved, if their first representation, if their first right. encounter with a Christian is you rolling your eyes at them, Yes. If you get smart, smart, smart at them, smart with them at work. Yeah. Um, you giving them an attitude, you giving them a finger, cutting them off when yes. they're on when you're driving. God sees all of that, yeah. you know? And and it it's so important that no matter where we go, we have the mindset that we are a representation of Christ. Yes. So it doesn't matter, okay, well, I'm at work or oh, I'm I'm at the I'm at the market. No. Right. Wherever you are, be a representation of Christ. And that is having a smile on your face. Yes. It's so much more freeing because being angry, being reacting mm-hmm. in your anger takes more energy than smiling does. It really does. It does. Like it it really does. It takes less energy and it's so much more calming. Mm-hmm. When somebody's snapping at you for you to just be calm yeah. and be like, okay, all right. Yeah. Just to be able to display that kindness regardless of how people treat you. It's so much calmness in that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) Kindness is a virtue and it stands out in a world where there's just so much harshness Mm -hmm. and everyone wants to react. But kindness is being friendly and generous and considerate despite how the person on the other end is treating you. And it's really hard when the person on the other end is treating you wrong. Mm -hmm. But the Bible talks about how it's important to turn the other cheek. And yeah. when you talked about smiling, <laughs> I thought about an example when I was driving and a person was actually in front of me in my lane and in, in, just in the wrong spot yeah. and was beeping at me like I need to move. But I'm like, wait, fuck, you actually <laughs> need to move. So they started like yelling. I, I couldn't hear what they were saying, but they were in the car and they started like yelling at me. But what did I do? I just smiled. I just smiled. I said, you know what? I'm going to just smile. Uh-huh. And I just backed up and just moved out the way. Yeah. And so that, that helped the situation. Because sometimes when you react, especially being on the road, when you react to people on the road, you never know what can go down. You might have a whole fight at the end yeah. of the night. Like, trust and believe. Trust and believe. When I say that's something that I constantly... I'm a very kind person naturally. Yeah. But in those type of situations, it's hard for me to control yeah. <laughs> You know, like in those moments, you would think that how how I react, that I was like a a armed guard or something (laughs) like, (laughs) 
But, you know, I've had my moments when I reacted in my flesh. And I've had to say, you know what, Lord, forgive me. Because, you know, I was not right for doing that. (laughs) Lord, I should just let it it slide. I didn't, you know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, in those moments, apologize immediately. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Right. We're not saying that doing this is is going to be perfect. You're not. And that you will always hit the mark because you you will not always hit the mark. Mm There will be times you have to literally ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, help me. Because I don't want to do this right now. Right. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want, I don't want to be kind, Lord. Mm-mm. I don't you have to he knows. Yeah. So literally tell him, Lord, I don't want to be kind. I need you to give me the strength. I need you to literally come down <laughs> and help me because sometimes it's not that easy to just do it. Yeah. Especially when you are being wrong tested. Yeah. You know, it's it's not easy. Yeah. So And I would encourage you all listening out there. If you're in a state where you're being wronged and you know you're trying to be kind, but you're still being wronged by different people, yeah. to pray about it. Just really pray and ask the Lord to just fill you up with his Holy Spirit so yeah. that you can continually be kind despite how others are treating you. Yeah. So that you can continue to show the love of Christ despite how others are treating you. Yeah. Because when you pray, things change. Yeah. And God works in ways where the person that's wronging you is feeling convicted now mm-hmm. because you're so kind. Yeah. So really pray about it and, and seek wisdom and good counsel. Um, if you're in a situation where you're being kind, but the person on the other side is not being so kind. Yeah. And the last thing I want to add to that, my counselor told me this and it's so, it's been so beneficial is to pray for your enemies. Yes. And that is very hard because Sometimes you just want everything bad to happen to them. Yep. So pray, <laughs> pray for the good. Mm. It's like, Lord, I don't want that to happen to them after everything they did to me. But the freedom, truth, liberty, and freedom Amen. comes in you being able to wholeheartedly, with a clear heart, Amen. be able to pray the best for that person. Amen. And when I tell you, when you do that, mm. you will see the changes begin to happen in that person's life. Yeah. And if, even if it's somebody that, that has done you completely wrong, I guarantee you pray for them. Yeah. And God will show them themselves. Yeah. But as he needs you to get to a place of being able to humble yourself and let it go so that he can now work. Yeah. So that he can now move because your 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 animosity, your your frustration towards him was limiting what he could do. Yeah. Because you wouldn't let it go. Right. So let it go. Let it go. Give it to him. Pray for them and watch it change. And the next one that we're going to speak about is peace. And I want to say this. So peace is the result of resting in a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Resting. The word peace comes from the Greek word eerie, which expresses the concept of wholeness, completeness, or tranquility in the soul that is unaffected by outward circumstances. Mm. I'll never forget Michael Todd was preaching a sermon and he showed a picture of a bird and this bird was literally resting on these rocks and everything around him, it was a storm. It was going crazy. Wow. It, was, it was wild. And the bird was just sitting there in his nest, in his nest, resting. When everything around him was going crazy. And that is truly what peace is. Yeah. Peace is not when everything around you is going well and now you can be at peace. 
Peace is when everything is going wrong, mm. but yet you are still at peace. Amen. God, you know, I can't change certain circumstances. I can't change what's going on around me right now. But God, I'm asking that you would give me peace. The word says that he has given and he will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm. All, all understanding. That if you ask him for it, he, you'll give it. And the thing is, God has already given us peace. All we have to do is walk in it. A lot of these things he has already given us freely. All we have to do is walk in it. Amen. All we have to do is walk in joy. All we have to do is walk in love because it has freely been given to us. It has freely been exemplified in front of us. All we have to do is walk in mm. it. So the next one that I want to speak on is faithfulness. And faithfulness, to be faithful is to be reliable and to trust and people to be able to trust in you. Mm. Are you faithful? Are you faithful with your faith? So I want to say this. Faith is a firm devotion to God, your loyalty to friends, discharging responsibilities properly, the belief that Jesus died for our sins. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Matthew 25, 21. Amen. So when you talk about faithfulness, right? God wants to see your faithfulness where you are right now. Mm-hmm. It's not, well, God, when you give me this, then I'll be faithful. Then I'll do this. Then No, no, no. He wants to see how faithful you will be right where you are. Mm-hmm. In the place of you feeling like you're not financially stable enough. Will you be faithful to be able to pay your tithes even if you can only pay a dollar? Mm-hmm. Even if you can only pay five dollars? Will you be faithful in that season? Will you be faithful in the season of, you know, him, him telling you, okay, okay, wait for the man that God has for you. But yet you want to go talk to so, 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 and so, and so. But he told you, <laughs> no, 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 be faithful to me in this season. Mm. Ooh, come on. Listen, it's not just about the, 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 the regular thinking of, of what faithfulness is. Yeah. But can you be faithful in the season that you're in right now until he gets you to where you are. He needs to know that you can be faithful where you are right now and that you can handle where you are right now. Because if he sees that you can handle it, he can give you more. He wants to give you more. And that verse reveals it. Yes. Yes. He wants to give you more. Amen. So show him your faithfulness right now. Show him your, your dedication right now. That's what it means. Amen. And and you should be people should be able to see that in you just by looking at you, just by seeing your life. And all of these different aspects and these different fruits, these different characteristics are the are the evidence. And people should be able to look in you and say, you know what? She or he is a child of God because she did she 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 showed kindness to me even though I didn't deserve it. Amen. She gave me love even though I didn't deserve it. And she was faithful to her love and faithful to her kindness. Yes. <laughs> even though she didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. But that is where you have to be. 
And every single one of these are choices. Yeah. They are decisions. He's not going to make you do them. Mm -hmm. He gives them to you. And he says, you can ask me for them. They were already freely given. You can ask me to help you with it. Yes. But the decision is yours. Amen. And the last fruit we're going to talk about is forbearance, which is also long suffering. Yes. And so that's basically being patient and having self-control and restraint and tolerance. It's sort of a mixture between patience and grace. And so God is an example of being long suffering. Yeah. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as mm. some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So it just shows that God is long suffering. He waits and waits and waits. Like I talked about in the other podcast yeah. for us to get our acts together. Yes. He's constantly <laughs> forgiving us and giving us grace. Yeah. And because he's a great example of being long suffering, we should just be the same way. Yeah. And even when it comes to long suffering, a lot of times when I, whenever I read that, I'm like, long suffering. I don't want to suffer long. Yeah. <laughs> like that don't even sound, you know, appeasing. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones kind of sound a little bit appeasing, yeah. but long suffering. Like, Lord, I don't want to have to suffer long. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not about having to suffer long, but it's about really having the patience and the self-control yes. to be able, even if God does not do what you're asking him to do tomorrow, that you will be able to go through what you're going through and it not change you Amen. and it not make you bitter and it not make you turn from God. So I believe that's what really what it's, what it's honestly saying yeah. is that in your suffering, you know, will you still display these fruits? Yes. Will you still worship? Will you still praise? Will you still be faithful? Yes. Will you still do these things with, with that, whatever you're going through? Yes. Will you still be faithful? Amen. And I love this verse also that mentions long suffering and just suffering long. Yeah. Um, Romans 5, 3 to 4, that says, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings. Yeah. Knowing that suffering produces endurance Amen. and endurance produces character Amen. and character produces hope. Yeah. So there is so much fruit yeah. that comes from a suffering long, that yeah. comes from our suffering. God is able to really work things out mm -hmm. for our good, where we're able to develop our character and, yeah. and it produces hope and it produces endurance. It produces a whole new strength yeah. when we're able to really suffer and rejoice while we're suffering. Yeah. And that and rejoice also reminds me of the fruit of the spirit, joy. So we yeah. have that joy during the suffering because we know that God will work it out for good, Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for the good. Amen. For those who are called according to his purpose. So Amen. we are having joy while we wait on the Lord in yeah. our suffering because we know that God is going to work it out for the good. Amen. And if you listen to the podcast and listen to how we spoke about all of these different fruit, you will understand and you will see that it all aligns. Yes. Every single one aligns. You can't do one without doing the others. Yeah. You have to be able to bring them all together. Um, so I, I think it's so important for yeah. all of us to pray consistently and yeah. daily for the Holy Spirit to help us to not only um, hear these scriptures, but that we live it out, that we actually mm. walk and exude the fruit yes. of the Spirit every single day Amen. of our lives. And to be able to stay at that place 
like we said earlier, you have to stay connected to the source. Yes. You have to stay connected to the vine. Yeah. You cannot get your nutrients from yourself. Yeah. Because in our, within ourselves, we cannot do it. We have to stay connected to the Holy Spirit. We have to stay connected to the Word of God. We have yeah. to stay connected to people who are going to pour into us, who are going to pour into our spiritual lives Amen. to make us stronger um, and make us wiser, make us better. Amen. So I'm happy about this yes, topic. I'm so happy. <laughs> one of our longer podcasts, but yeah. still so good. Yeah. Such great content. And honestly, it's one of the most important. Yeah. You know, because everything else, it is important. But if you do not display these, yeah. people will not know that you're a Christian. Yeah. Because you can say, I love God, right. I'm saved. But if you don't have any of these, what are you really saying? Amen. You know, who, what What are you really? And I say that because at the end of the day, I know that there was a point in time when I didn't display these fruit. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I read the scripture probably a hundred times, <laughs> but did not yeah. actually apply it to my life. Right. Yeah. So I was not able to do this. And, you're, and you'll, you'll be tested when it comes to just your immediate oh, yes. family. Mm-hmm. You can be your immediate family, your friends. And that is where the testing comes because that's, that's no, most of the time, how the Lord tests you because he knows you love them the most. <laughs> so they can test you like nobody else. So take that test and pass it this week. Turn it into a testimony. Yes, okay? pass it. Pass it. And even in those in those moments when you want to snap, say to yourself, Mm-mm, you're not going to get me. Yes, that's what I <laughs> have to do. I'm going to walk in love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk in kindness. I'm going to walk in gentleness. I'm going to walk. Just, just say it to yourself yeah. and encourage yourself. Listen, you're going to have your moments mm-hmm. when it's hard. It, yes. Take that two <laughs> seconds we spoke about. <laughs> Come on. This is good tips. Okay. Take that two I'm seconds. I'm listening. <laughs> Breathe if you have to. Count to 10. Mm. Yes. And then react yeah but not in your emotions okay based on the word there we go (laughs) (laughs) yes but we're so excited about this topic we honestly pray that it was a blessing to you yes we pray that you learned something that you that you laughed yeah um and that you truly hear our hearts Mm -hmm. we're not perfect yeah we are women who want to show you that it's possible possible. that being a woman of god is possible and that doing things god's way is possible and that it is fruit and that there is blessing in doing things god's way yeah when i tell you things in my life have just been happening things in my life have just been literally just one by one, Amen. God has been showing me things. Amen. He will do it. Yes. Your faithfulness mm. will get you there. Yeah. Remain faithful. Remain faithful. Don't be like the world. Yeah. Don't be like the world. Yeah. It. They may look. They may make it seem like everything is good and everything that they're living a life. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. It's, it's all a facade. Deception. It's all a facade. Social media is a facade. Mm-hmm. We people can have millions of dollars. Mm. Be living in a mansion, celebrities all the time, but will commit suicide because yeah. they're unhappy because they don't have Jesus. Yeah. So don't allow what you see on social media, the success, the fame, the money, to 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 just to make you feel like where you are is is just you're so low or you you failed. No, trust me. True success, true 
Wealth is found in the Lord. And everything else that comes outside of that is just a plus. Because if you don't have Jesus, trust and believe. A millionaire or not, you're going to suffer. And the suffering you're going to have without Jesus? mm -mm. For the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So don't allow social media. Don't allow the accolades that people receive to just to yes. make you feel like where you are that you have mm-mm. keep your focus on jesus yeah don't give into the distractions yep. happening around you yeah focus on god yeah yeah because that is where the true treasure lies and everything that he blesses you with once you received him it will be so much sweeter amen so much more of a true blessing because yeah. it came from him amen and what god gives no man can take away okay (laughs) (laughs) so have a blessed day have a blessed day um be encouraged know that we love you and we look forward to our next episode bye see you next time